0: Zimmer Communications you know business we grow business zimmercommunications.com what happens next
1: pay your fair share raising taxes happens right here fentanyl are are responsible for the deaths of Americans someone do something about it 93.3 and AM 560 KWTO I'm the son of a good man I'm the child of an angel I'm the brother of a wild one and I'm looking for direction News analysis and opinion It's the Elijah Hart Show On 93.3 and AM 560 KWTO oh. Is that i
0: good for? That's some new music, Eric. What is that? What song is that? I love... So I started, I started using it a week ago. It's Third Day, This Is Who I Am. It's one of my favorite songs from one of my favorite bands. There you go. Third Day, This Is nice. Who I Am. Let's throw some uh,
1: Hank Williams Jr.
0: or something like that in here for me at some point when I'm filling in. <laughs> we can, do, right? that. We can, can do, do that. We can do that. I was listening last weekend to... Uh, Willie Nelson, roll me up and smoke me when I die. Okay. <laughs> that was a good one. That's, it's a good one. Well, good evening, Springfield and the Ozarks. You're listening to the Elijah Har show. Chris
1: Russell's filling in for Elijah. He takes a little family time this afternoon. I'm glad he got to do that. You know, I, I was in here the other day doing a little bit of work, and he was uh, doing some, some recordings for you know, promos or whatever. He's
0: got like four, four girls?
1: He's, it's, he's it's got...
0: It's three girls three. and three girls, and the oldest is a boy.
1: Yeah, there you go. So he's got a lot of kids. So hopefully he's out there having a lot of fun today with his family. And hope you are getting ready to celebrate in a very safe way the 4th of July, whether you went camping this last weekend or had some family activities or taking on a lot of the different shows. We talked about uh, Bolivar's got a big show tomorrow. I know Marshfield has their fireworks tomorrow evening. And then, of course, the Springfield Cardinals are doing a big thing tomorrow night. So lots of fun happening in the Ozarks. We get ready to celebrate Independence Day. And I'm anxious to go ahead and jump into our next guest here that this afternoon on the elijah har show he was elected mayor in april of this year please welcome jared giddens <laughs> how's it yeah going? there's our applause where's our applause that's what we need we need applause back can we get that next time I'll, uh I'll yeah look, i'll look work on no that. it is uh, of course jared you actually joined planning and zoning first right yes, yes. actually to take
2: i i went in to take your spot on city council yeah and um, they ended up picking someone from planning and zoning to a point. Well,
1: that's which, because I'm in, I was in district two. Well, I lived I was... in district two. Oh, at that time. time. Okay. Yep. Yeah.
2: And so they approached me and asked if I wanted to be involved, and got on planning and zoning, and then uh, I ended up moving, and then a little while later, I ended up on city council. Right. So that what year was that? That was uh, seventeen. with P and Z. Right. And then nineteen was city no. I council. Stepped,
1: I was eight. I was eighteen. Because I I lived in 18. Yeah, I lived in 18. Yeah, okay. Either way, you've been on there for a long time. Yep. Um, But recently, Mm. you ran unopposed. I couldn't believe it. I mean, seriously. Yeah. In this day and age, listen up, America. Listen up, the Ozarks. You guys want to sit there and complain about stuff. You want to come to city council meetings all across the communities. And when we have a... Now, granted, I I I think you would have won anyway. So that's great. However, nobody ran against you in April. But a lot of people out there obviously voicing their opinions but not willing mm-hmm. to put their name on a ballot yep i, I don't get that
0: you and, know
1: you know that that is honestly, i guess, I, one do. Of the good I, guess I do i guess i do in a way yeah i guess yeah. i do in a way i guess it's, it's not a negative negative thing however either way it all worked out
2: it was it was a little interesting that no one ran um but i do that is one thing that i do like about Nixa is we have a lot of people that are vocal mm-hmm. and and the worst thing is making a decision that will impact the entire community huh. with no input with no input And do we did that for years?
1: Yeah, you couldn't you couldn't buy an opinion.
2: (laughs) Exactly. I mean,
1: seriously, and you'd be making decisions going I wonder how they really feel about this. You would try to have Mm. a you try to have a forum. We would have we would have little little public forums like you could come and get information about it. Two people show up.
2: Yep. Yep. Now, you know what you know what they think after the fact.
1: Yes. And so
2: that's why I like the
1: change now is where people are
2: actually coming and giving their opinion and
1: shooting us emails and phone calls and everything. All right, so Jared, if you don't know, he's been on for a while, so he went through 2020. That was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. And then, um, but now, and I've always said this, I always had this feeling that And you didn't really run on a, you didn't, you didn't have a campaign. You didn't have a, you didn't have anything that you were actually running for. Like you weren't, you weren't, you didn't have something to stand for. You didn't have an agenda when you ran. You didn't have an agenda when you ran the first time. But you know, I always think like when, when, when candidates for, especially on big elections, governor, you know, president, things like that they have these campaigns, right? They have these agendas. Hey, I'm going to fix this. I'm going to stop that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And then they finally get elected. They win. I feel like they get called into a little room and they go, well, President Obama, this is why we can't shut down Guantanamo Bay. You know, it's just like, <laughs> yeah. here's the real reason. So that just yep. kind of disappears. What has been the biggest thing you've noticed from just sitting behind the bench and being a city council member, which you get lots of information, still get the complaint phone calls to actually taking on the role as mayor of the city of Nixon.
2: You know, I've, I've always kind of believed that there are a lot of those kind of backroom meetings and there's so much going on that the public doesn't know about. And that was kind of one of the things I wanted to change. Well, then when I got in there, I realized that they're happen. actually extremely transparent. Mm-hmm. Um, there's more information out there than most people want to deal with. Um, and so that was kind of, that was eye-opening to me. And and I kind of ran on my whole one Nixon, of one voice yeah. like i was going to be the voice that, of the if, if you, you had a
1: campaign that yep. was it if you had
2: an agenda that was yep. the only one and that, that had. was kind of i wanted them to vote for me because i was just right an everyday joe and w- was going to represent them regardless yeah and um so really just i didn't realize how much goes on at city hall mm-hmm. i mean you you see it at the council meetings and you see you know we're working on this and we need this approved But you don't realize the day-to-day that actually happens within city government and how much stuff that they have to deal with that, one, you wouldn't even think would come up. I mean, it it never ceases to amaze me some of the things that get brought up weekly or problems that we have. And
1: Well, I know I remember being on city council. You don't hear about personnel problems. You don't hear about – you hear about them. You hear how they're taken care of. You don't hear the details. I think as a mayor, I I know that you're a little bit more in tune with some of those items. Are you not? Yeah, Yeah. I
2: get to, I get to hear kind of a lot of the, any big issues or anything, but, and that's kind of what I've, it's crazy to have that many employees and not have more problems.
1: Right. We're Uh, in a lot of cities the same way where Republic's about the same size. Those are about the same size. I mean, I think we're uh, 120, 125 employees, something like that. 130, I think. Yeah, 130. Okay. So a lot of. And continuing to grow. And that also includes the utility department, which technically is its own enterprise, right? So the utility department technically is is separate. (laughs) However, it all functions as the same, as the same team.
2: And lately, that's been our our main point of concern. Um, We just switched payment programs mm-hmm. and no oh, so, yeah
1: facebook loved you for that one yes and yeah. even my sister carrie if you're listening we, i saw you i saw your post yep, yep. <laughs> love you though i saw that one too <laughs> and and you know that is that's one of
2: those things that i knew we were going to have a little pain in the beginning but the, the outcome of that you know we didn't really have the ability to kind of play with people's bills and and let someone make a smaller payment it's instead tough. of getting
1: shut Dude, off. You, okay, any any change at all. I've seen, my brothers fought this for years. If I've seen it in churches. Like, a church is going to go through a change, like, they're going to change a logo. Oh, my goodness, right? <laughs> it's like that pastor has to start talking about it, like, six months in advance, going and getting a little... You can't do that always, right? No. And so anytime that we make a change, I get upset every time I get on Facebook and they move the buttons around, right? I mean, <laughs> I get it. You just have to understand, well. I believe... Every city out there is doing the very best. I'd like to hope and believe that they are. Yeah. They're doing the very best that they can to put the very best product of service that they can in front of their, in front of their citizens. Yeah. I, I really truly believe, especially in our area. I don't know. I, I'm only really privy to Southwest Missouri, yeah. but I think they are, Chair, don't you? Yeah.
2: And once, you know, once we get through the, the change, the, the pain part. I think everyone's going to realize pretty quickly that it was the right decision. Um, yeah. And they're not going to have to pay those convenience fees for paying online. Right, and right, right. Then we're going to throw kiosks around town so they can easily go up and pay. And yeah, that's going to be handy. Just going to make it easier. But it's, you know, with anything, yeah. any road work or anything.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a challenge. You you know, every city pain. faces. I mean, yeah. Lord mercy. I mean, every town in, in in southwest Missouri has some sort of construction project going on right now on <laughs> some road or something somewhere, which is good. I mean, here's how, yeah. you, here's how you prevent that. Don't drive on them, right? I mean, you have exactly. to make them. Improvements to the roads. Yeah. You guys just finished a big one uh, that's going to connect what I I believe is is a huge opportunity for future growth and development in Nixa, and that's mm-hmm. Truman Boulevard, which is right there behind right there by City Hall. Yes, um, that we just opened that up. I
2: actually got to be the first legal vehicle to drive okay. on there. There you go. Um, that, it's a it, and it's a new concept of a road. You have a sidewalk on one side and then you have a trail on the other, um, and it's a concrete. 10 foot wide trail um so if you want to ride bikes or push strollers or whatever mm-hmm. it's, it's wide for that
1: because um, it does connect to gardens of woodfield so it, it does it, yeah, yeah which is
2: one of our walking the, the city
1: of nix's walking parks and yeah. then the
2: goal really would be eventually to have that road connect over through via pembroke to 160 mm-hmm. and that opens up a whole new area on 160 south of nix well i think
1: that's been approved by modot so the, the connection with the to get over to 160 we'll need a Our goal is to get a light there. We're going to need a light. Oh, yeah, that'd be handy. (laughs) That could be dangerous. Oh, man, that would be very handy. Light causes economic development by default. Yeah, it just does. What else we got? We got, um, okay, the pool thing, right? That was a fun thing that, uh, actually, I want to, I want to comment. You know, I've been filling in on the show here quite a bit lately and helping out around the news station here. The communication I thought you guys had during that process was fantastic. I think that Matt Krause and Drew Douglas did a great job. Those were the parks director and, and the Communications director. I, I think they did the best they could.
2: Yes, and that's kind of one thing that I, one of the main things that I discussed whenever I first became mayor is get them to the point where they're tired of seeing our updates. Mm-hmm. Um, over-communicate, because you, you don't get a lot of people that get upset that you told them too much. But not, right. not saying enough is the problem, being left in the dark. And so hopefully, you know, the pool thing has been, it's been rough. Luckily, you know, we've been financially responsible and we've got money saved up to where we can work to fix it. Um, but I mean, that, you know, that pool's old. And, you know, as much as we wish we could just go in and replace every line overnight, that's a, a lot of concrete covering all the water lines. Yeah. And so it's, uh, it's, been, it's been tough. Now, that, the good side of this is instead of laying off all the pool employees, we kept them on payroll, and we have used them in different parks. Okay. And so if you go over to Rotary, that mm-hmm. has been complained about a lot, a lot of weeds and stuff. The garden looks amazing over there. They've okay. cleaned it up. They power washed and so we've actually utilized those employees to help in areas where we didn't have employees. You know, didn't to, have
1: enough staff. Yeah. And that's a challenge every summer is, is getting park staff. I mean, it's just, it is. And, it's a, and it's a rotating door, unfortunately. And yeah. It's okay. It's a lot of times it's kids and, you know, they come in, they work for a few weeks, they go mm-hmm. to camp, they go to band camp, they go to football camp or whatever. And then they just, I mean, it's just, it is what it is. Yep. So to be able to get that, that staff to do that, that's, that's really good. All right. What else is happening in the big city that I need to know about? oh man Man, yeah right you know um 14 mil yeah that's pretty cool Um, and And honestly honestly, it's it's, gonna have rich i just thought he would be too busy being the holiday weekend to come up today
2: they have been packed yeah and and it's exciting because it's the first time that i've gone to a restaurant and not known every single person there we have people coming from outside the area um, and i think that's really helping out some of our other businesses um, because they're getting to see the other places that we have and and you know, a lot of people live on the south side of
1: Springfield. Right. It's faster for them to get to big whiskeys oh, in Nixon absolutely. than it is yeah. to
2: big whiskeys in Springfield. You know, so.
1: I had a, I sold an item online. I had a guy come up out of Arkansas to pick it up the other day and he got to town. It was about noon actually. And I said, well, so what are you guys going to do now? Are you going to go to Branson? He's, you know, oh, we're just going to mess around, you know, here and go get something to eat. I said, well, dude, you got to go right up. The, literally, I'm, my house is downtown Nixon. So I'm pointing, like right up the hill. And I'm like, dude, you need to go over there and just go check out the 14 mil market. Well, he did. He texted me back. And he said, man, this is the coolest thing I've ever been to. He said, thanks for the recommendation. I mean, it's a food hall concept and it's, yep. it's something that, and, and here's, here's the reason that it's easy to talk about it. Here we have a young family, and I gotta get rich on the show one day to tell the whole entire story, but here we have a, a younger family that didn't come from a lot of money. They worked her, their butts off. Richard, Richard Callahan, the, the owner and his wife, Leah. Richard used to be a sheriff's patrol. You know how much sheriff's guys make, especially well, made, out of Arkansas. he made like 21,000 a year. Yeah. And then he, <laughs> and he gets, he gets, uh, goes and becomes a general manager of an HVAC company. And then it goes from there. And Leah's successful in insurance. Anyway, they invested close to three and a half, four million dollars into purchase a building. They have one extra investor, I think, but, they're like ninety percent. I don't know. That's not my. That's not my business. They. I think they have one investor. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. This. This young family is is taking a very big risk to bring an amazing concept to Southwest Missouri, and to take one of our buildings, the old feed mill there in downtown Nixa. It's right there. Been there since the nineteen fifties. Original. Actually, the original house that settled Nixa was on this property, and the well is still there. It's kind of yep. cool. Yep. That's a, that's a huge opportunity. That's a huge it, for Nixa. It really is. And it, the Any one community thing would be it, lucky to get
2: that. Yeah, yeah. And the one thing that I feel like it added, you know, the restaurants are great and mm-hmm. all the food there is amazing, but the one thing it really added was something for families to do. Yeah. And, you know, and I don't know if you read my the letter to the community um, in the last newsletter, but no, it was, I talked about how I went. I, I stepped back. Thanks. Well. That's, that's really <laughs> nice of you. Um, I stepped back to take a picture of everything that was going on. And before I took the picture, I looked up and... I have a, you know, a, a father and his daughter rolling a ball back and forth on the turf, and other kids running around. And Rich and Leo were sitting there, and their grandkids sitting on their lap while a guy played music and people playing cornhole and bocce ball. And I mean,
1: and it was just it, it was exactly what Nixon needed. Um, it and is, I think, it's, and, and that's and it, let's let's look at why is it so important. Okay. For any community to have an opportunity, we had Marshville in here earlier talking about some of the new things that they have coming in and okay. some of the new spurs that they have on I-44 and how that can actually help a community grow as well. Well, when you have a, somebody invest that much money, did you notice those two lots right there next to it immediately came on the market? Yep. Right? And as soon as he gets opened up or maybe just before I think they came on the market, They're old rundown houses that need to be taken out, yep. it begins to spur economic development that brings in other cool things for any community. And, and I tell you, the story behind that was another one of these stories where the, the original landowner was like, Oh, he wanted a billion dollars for the property. We actually had to get an economic development team in place. Um, our assistant city administrator had a very close connection with the owner. Just going to leave it there. Mm-hmm. Made a phone call, got him in a reasonable price. And now look what that's doing for our downtown Nixon. And that could happen in all kinds of communities if they would just release some land, you know? Yes. Yeah, Nix is Nix is the same way. Ozarks the same way. Yeah, that I is mean, the struggle as land. Republic prices. is the same way. Yeah. I mean, at least they're getting something out there in the Brookline area, but that's a gold mine. It's Airway yeah. Airlines, and but that's not where you're going to go put a 14 mile market though. And so no. yeah. I, I would much rather have that in a, in a community in bringing. That's that's one of those businesses that actually bring people into the town. Right. Yeah,
2: it's brand new concept, yeah. and and I actually I was in Seattle just recently and saw a a food hall that was probably about 15 times the size of 14 mil um and it was it was packed i mean it's just yeah. you give so many you know they call them marriage counselors because you don't have to sit there and have the conversation of where are we we and dinner right you just go there right. sit down order a drink and then you go get whatever you want and it's just i'm i'm happy for them and i'm happy it's it's doing well and it's bringing a lot of new people in i think it's it's definitely in addition yep. to putting us on the map outside of jason Bourne.
1: it's gonna be good yeah, outside of Jason, you know, actually David Webb, he graduated, oh, yeah, that's in, right. yeah, he graduated in 1990. Yeah, you guys were friends, right? Yeah, that's I was right. a couple years old, younger than he was, but he grew up just down the street over on Aspen Drive, and <laughs> and uh, then he just disappeared after high school. We never yep. saw him again until he showed up on the movies. Right. It's kind of a crazy story. <laughs> well, Jared, I appreciate you coming in. Are you enjoying the big role? Oh, yes. yes. Yeah?
2: Uh, we, you know, Nick's is full of amazing people, and our staff is amazing, the people are amazing, and they make they make the job pretty easy, that's for sure.
1: Well, let's just hope we don't have to do any mask ordinances or anything like that in the future, huh? Uh, we won't be doing that. We won't be doing that. <laughs> nope. No, he was like, no, I don't think any city in America, well, that's not true. There will be some cities in yeah. America that will go, oh, Ooh, it's flu season. let yeah. Nope, mandate. not Nixa. Not Nixa, at least uh, while well, we're hopefully there. Um, however, that was that. It is what it is, and we yep. did the best we could at the time, and it was fun. Yep. Well, anyway, hey, I appreciate you coming in, pal. Anytime. Um, let's do something fun with him. Okay, here we go. Let me let me pull up – oh, no. I was going to do – uh, we're going to do a little fun trivia with with Jared and see if he knows oh, some Independence Day trivia real fast. Let me get the mic I'm right not here. excited
0: about this either, just yeah. so we're it, clear. This okay. is a preview of
1: yeah. what's coming up here in a little bit as we talk about some freedoms, and, and uh, I, I pulled up the wrong one here. I pulled up India's Independence Day trivia. I had the wrong one back up. So let me get this back I
0: mean, we could fast. ask those questions too. Yeah, right? I, I, I
1: would score – Movie. much better, might be on better on the better usa on okay here we go but oh, yeah. it makes me look better here we go let's see how our mayor how
0: patriotic he
1: really truly is oh, this, is not, this is not fair this is not
0: fair here we go um
1: where was the first celebration of independence day held washington dc philadelphia or boston boston Eric, you want a shot i'm 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 going philly okay you lock it in are we locking them
0: in I think, yeah, you know, I don't know yeah. what I
1: don't know how to. Uh, make yeah, right. Up. It was actually it was Philadelphia in
0: 1777. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Do um, I do I get to be mayor now? Is that how this works? How that hey, works. Just... Take it. Take
1: it. Okay. <laughs> so every Independence Day, how many times does the
0: Liberty Bell ring? I, this the, no, it's not multiple choice. Oh, you want multiple choice? Please. I think Please. we learned this like in. The <laughs> okay. Third All right. Grade. I'll give you multiple that choice. I'll give you ago. multiple
1: choice. One time, thirteen times, or fifty times.
0: 13. Oh, man. I, I, I also think it's 13, so I'm just going to cover the bit. What was the third option? 50. 50. For the 50 I'll, I'll go for the 50 states. I think it's 13, though. Okay. 13
1: original colonies, fellas. Yep. yep. 13 original colonies. All right, let's do one more here, then we'll go to break, and then we'll finish wrap up uh, the day here. Um. Oh, this is an easy one. This is an easy one. I'm not even going to give you multiple choice. The 4th of July commemorates which document?
0: You want me to go? Uh, what you got? I'm going to go. Uh, oh, man. Uh, Declaration of Independence. That's what it is. Yeah, so that's yep. it. That's it. All right. Well, not too
1: bad, boys. Not too bad. We're to we're going I love it. I, I love figured it out. I Bye. love Bye. it. I love it. <laughs> hey, thank you for tuning into the Elijah Har Show and stick stick around a little bit. We're gonna dive into a little bit more about the history of Independence Day, and we're gonna look at some artificial intelligence, Chat GPT, how that, and we're gonna ask it some. We're gonna Fine. ask it some trivia questions too. So it should be a lot of fun. Thanks to our guest uh, Jared for popping in, Mayor Giddens of uh, the City of Nixa, and we'll be right back on the Elijah Har Show.
0: skill to understand